Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, don't call it a throwback. <laughs> get it? Because it's Throwback Thursday and the mm. show used to come out on Thursday. Oh, yeah, I guess. Now I do get it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Double entente. Um, <laughs> <laughs> really love your French. Can never get enough of it. Welcome back. I'm Waldo Geraldo Faldo. And I am Rudy Huxtable. This is The Read. It is indeed. Welcome back. And this... Uh, CP time version of the podcast. Did I ever tell you about the time that I got cussed out at a premiere for something for saying that we were on CP time? Remind me to tell this story another time. It's not important now. (laughs) It offended some uh, bougie black woman in the back of the audience. Oh, Lord. Anyhow. Okay. (laughs) So, welcome back. We're going to start things as normal with our uh, Black Excellence, which goes to a 10-year-old from Philly by the name of Mika Idris and his homemade lemonade mix, which is pretty much famous at this point. He started a stand on the sidewalk back in March of last year. And his with his mom's support uh, and a couple of bucks used from the over 1,500 bottles of lemonade he was able to sell. What? They turned... <laughs> These children, my God. They were able to turn the lemonade stand into a mobile situation when the mom bought uh, like an old school bus from a private school. And yeah, so they basically turned Mika's mix into an on wheels lemonade mix, you know, bonanza extravaganza. (laughs) And, um, it says here that they have over a dozen different flavors. He started when he was just eight, and they've got three corner stores that carry to drinks. Like, I Shut want some so bad. Up, how cute. <laughs> this reminds me of I that lo- little black girl who did the same thing and her fucking little yes. at Whole Foods. <laughs> right, exactly. It reminds me of that same thing, too. And you know, we love a lemonade, especially a mint. Okay, and, and if- don't tell me you got flavors, too. What kind you got? Over a dozen, bitch. Like, what, what flavor does he not you have? Got mango. That's what I I'm saying. <laughs> Some flavors are just promised. So, <laughs> I thought this was awesome. They have a go a fund me up because they're trying to turn the bus into like a legit uh, food truck 
and to be able to sell more drinks in more locations and also provide free batches of the mix to unhoused people across Philly. So I'm going to put a link in the description if you want to go and support them over there. I thought that story was awesome. So thanks for the sweet spirits over there. Yes, congratulations. Uh, Philly. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Okay, let's get into the garbage this week. And Hot Tops, Boy Skeets World. <laughs> let's begin. <laughs> oh, Father God. I'm proud of that word. Oh, Damn. no. Deleted Jesus. <laughs> so, the, um, the verses of a lifetime finally happened. Keisha Cole and Ashanti were able to sit their asses down and just do this shit. Finally. Um, uh-uh. I did not watch, but I hear it was not without drama and shade. And I heard Keisha was having a rough night. She was apparently over an hour late because they told her that if she went out there before that, she was going to look like Teddy Riley. That's what I read. <laughs> that was told to her. What? I'm not joking. <laughs> what does that even <laughs> they mean? They told her. You remember Teddy Riley's old scuffed ass, ashy ass band aid oh on the knee ass bullshit that he did when nothing was working. <laughs> like, 
they said her shit was going to be blurry and there was stuff. Oh, like right, sounds, right, right. Like technical difficulties. Right. Okay. So they taught her to chill out, basically. And I know that she was steaming. Like, if she wasn't already smoking a blunt wherever they had her sitting, mm-hmm. she definitely rolled one up when they told her that shit. Because she was already pissed. They didn't push this shit back two times for some shit they have nothing to do with her. Right. Now, I don't even want to be here comes- no more. <laughs> Right. I don't even want to do this goddamn shit at this point. <laughs> got all into her hair and makeup for no reason. So then they finally, uh, I guess, got her shit situated. She goes out. They're beginning to do the thing. Both women look beautiful. And then there was some shade with sponsorship because apparently Ashanti got a Ciroc deal or something. Some sort of a sponsorship oh, she deal does. for yeah, for the verses that they did. Whereas Keisha did not. And oh, Ashanti no. literally laughed in her face about it live on Instagram for like what over six million followers or some shit. What? Um so yeah, all in all, good time. It Mm-mm. sounds like everyone had a blast. Uh, oh, Keisha even brought out one OT Genesis to sing love with her <gasps> to and also apparently reveal that they've squashed their beef, which is <laughs> shocking. To Music me. to my ears. That is That's- the one <laughs> clip from this versus that I want to see. I can't believe I have not heard about this. I need to Google that. He literally came crisp out of nowhere. Ashanti had no idea he was coming. They would guess it was a surprise for them. Um, I also read that he's the one who told her that she was going to be looking crazy if she went out there. So I don't know if that's true or not. But anyway, yeah, apparently they put their shit to the side, which again shocked me because he said some foul shit about Keisha Cole when she was, you know, vocal about not appreciating oh. his uh, ghetto gangster remixes to her ballads that we enjoyed. I loved it. I randomly uh, sing that all the time. <laughs> They're great, you know. Um, <laughs> his comments towards her and some of the shit that he was saying afterwards, not so much. Like, he legit ruined it after a point. Oh, but just to be, like, I didn't even hear that. A though. misogynistic asshole. Of course, yeah, he kind of man, just got so, bad. Yes, of course. It happened. But. Like that. I guess that's all water under the bridge at this point, or Ciroc under the bridge. Um, I mean, I tried with that versus, but I think neither one of them was out after like an hour. So, yeah. you know, it's only so many times I'm going to open up Instagram to see if y'all didn't start it yet. Like, I'm an old lady. I could be taking a nap or going to bed all together. So, yeah, Amen. I missed that one, but I do want to. Did he sing it live? You don't know. No, no, I saw the clip of that. He did come out and like share the mic with her to sing the the goddamn song. And it was very funny and good for them for squashing it or yeah, whatever. Good for y'all. I wonder who won. What was the general consistent consensus? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I can't really I know I bet he watched yeah, it. <laughs> he'll probably know. Um so I also read apparently Drake wants to see an Usher and Justin Timberlake versus. Why? Um, why? You know, that's right before Z. Why does Drake want to invite I... white people to Versus? <laughs> Why do you want to do that? <laughs> I thought we were just having fun <laughs> as a family. Oh, no, we're not having fun no more. Doritos and Soraka sponsoring this shit now. <laughs> it's very cool. Oh, yeah, very, very true. I also read that Swiss Beats wants to do a Tupac and Biggie Versus. Leave me alone! <laughs> Like, That's just a DJ playing a set. Let's do Elmo versus Barney. <laughs> when does the hot shit get started? Let's get it spicy and do Gem and yes. the Holograms versus Josie and the Pussycats. 
Let's really <laughs> spice it up. I don't care about this shit no more. But y'all are having fun. Mm-hmm. Like it's not the the numbers that these things bring in for viewership oh, like breaks giant. records yeah. every single time they do one. So I am clearly in the minority of, of people that don't give a fuck about verses anymore. But as long as y'all having fun, and I'm sure, you know, the Von Dutch and um Apple Bottom baby fat sneaker wearing crew had a good time at some point. And probably called somebody to recuss them out, you know. Probably so, because Ashanti and Keisha both have songs that will make you do that. So, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I do enjoy Versus usually, but I mean, that one, I'm just not going to wait an hour plus for y'all to start this show. I'm not going to no, do that's it. Reasonable. I'm not going to yeah, do yeah. it. Not even at home yeah. waiting on the couch. Mm. Like, I just have a million <laughs> other things I could be doing instead. <laughs> I'm just going to play Mario Kart online with the niggas in Japan who beat my ass every time. And I'm going to just do that. Because I could definitely see after a crisp 10 to 15 being like, oh, girl, and just swiping <laughs> off. Like, that is enough you from you. you. Right. <laughs> that is enough, sister. <laughs> um. So apparently there's a salt and pepper biopic that came on Lifetime. It exists. Where have I been? <laughs> Have have I just not been around this week at all? I found out about this (laughs) the day after it came out. (laughs) And I want to say that I was like walking from the grocery store or some shit and I saw like an ad for it somewhere. And I was like, yeah, really? (laughs) Deadass. You deadass. Okay. Well, that. Um, Well, one Spinderella, the DJ... Famous for being one-third of salt and pepper is very upset because she was not included in the bag, what? essentially. <laughs> she How y'all leave her out? Oh my god. Right? Okay. Um, she said, sorry, but I gotta speak on this lifetime special. Too often black women who have ha- who have made meaningful contributions in their industry are left out of historical narratives. Back when Salt and Pepper was building our legacy, which is rooted in empowering women, I could not have dreamed Ooh. that this same group would one day disempower me. Damn! Words cannot fully express my disappointment when I learned a decision was made to move forward with a lifetime biopic that wrongfully excluded me from every aspect of development and production, all the while using my image throughout, given that I played an integral role in the group's story and success. There's nothing more unacceptable than a woman being silenced by another woman. And for this reason, I will not be supporting That triggered me. Sorry. Well, damn. She did say that, you know, she offered congratulations to the actress Monique Paul, who played her. She said, I wish I could have had an opportunity to share my true perspective with her. And, um, yeah, she's going to get back to her own journey and writing her memoir what? and living her life as spin. Mm-hmm. I'm just so confused. Yeah. So the other two were involved in, like, the... Yeah, they were... Oh no! Oh no! How did this? Okay, I mean, you know, it must be some drama between the three of them that I don't know about. But that just seems like. Did y'all think she wasn't gonna say nothing? That y'all was gonna make a whole (laughs) ass movie about this group and have every nigga tweeting her and and Instagramming her about it, and she was just gonna be like, "Oh yeah, tune in Lifetime Tuesday at nine or whatever." Just 
Like, who was the target demographic? <laughs> because you have to know that we know who Spinderella is. Right. You would have to... Anybody who's watching a, a fucking salt and pepper movie, you would have to assume that they know the three women who were in the group. Again, I didn't watch the movie, so I don't know if, um, like, her role in the film was, like... Uh, you know, like if they sort of minimized her role in the group, but, if yeah. she was sort of left out in terms of the journey, the story, the narrative. Or of if it. they made her look or, real stink. <laughs> or if it's a thing where she is just upset that she wasn't involved to give any sort of critique, you know? Because it doesn't sound like she's saying like, oh, like that never happened or I did way more than this. It just sounds like, damn girl, like... You know, it was the three of us and you know that I was a real important part of it. Like, why couldn't I come in and have a say on how, you know, this person playing me should play me? Which es- still makes a lot of sense. Especially because the other two <laughs> were fucking EPs on the project. It's different. Exactly. It would be different if it was a completely outside you know, project right. and nobody involved with the group was involved with the creation of this movie, but that is clearly not the case. So, right. Yeah, I see where she's coming from. That's kind of stank. Huh. No shade though. When I first read like the headline about this, I was like, child, if it were me, I would be happy for not being in as much of a lifetime movie as possible. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point because most of their uh, biopics are not right. that great so like I want to like can someone help me remember a good one uh, I want to say the Clark Sisters <laughs> oh yeah was that a Lifetime one Ooh, if it was it then yeah but it was also way too short and they crammed a lot in like they they skipped right. decades oh but they did that with the other one too who was you know what and I get it because there's time constraints and it's TV and all that, yeah. but maybe the Clark sisters was lifetime. Maybe. Well, anyhow, um, yeah, that's doesn't sound very, very fun or fair. So good luck and God blessings to Yeah, sorry, Cinderella. sister. That sucks. And again, like <laughs> that I mean, I watched the trailer for the movie and everything, and I was like. This is not for me at all. <laughs> not how I want to spend. Oh, it was it lifetime. Like, okay, well then, yeah, because oh. I know people enjoy. It Good job way. on that one. Um. So Trey Songs was recently arrested at a. <laughs> this I did see. Clearly. <laughs> um. <laughs> he was at. A game, Kansas City Chiefs versus Buffalo Bills at Arrowhead Stadium, where he allegedly had uh, the security called on him for not following proper COVID, yeah, you know, uh, guidelines, rules, whatever the fuck, aka not wearing a damn mask. Yep, 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 yep. That's what I thought. So, in some vi- some footage, you can see uh, Trey Songs being approached by security, then the police, um, and a scuffle taking place. Now, 
I read on uh, a number of places that Trey swung on this police officer first when he was attempting to detain to detain the singer. Um, the f- video that I saw at first mostly showed like after the scuffle began, mm-hmm. and Trey songs having this white man in a respectable headlock. <laughs> I'm talking about like. <laughs> Like, nigga, are you the winter soldier? What the fucking... Uh, like, officer? <laughs> like, and he's alive. He's alive. That's what I'm saying. I saw the picture like, of him sitting in the jail. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm not even sure what's what. All I know is that after being released, the nigga posted a photo of himself on a private jet somewhere with a caption that some said something to the likes of, Chief's game was crazy, right? Something like that. <laughs> So, so oh, I on one end. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. On one end, I want to be like, "Nigga, are you seriously out in black ass motherfucking wide open public, and niggas have to tell your famous ass <laughs> to put a goddamn mask on?" It would be one thing if you were just whoever the fuck dick in the corner, and you know what I'm saying. You still <laughs> are probably gonna get dragged for it. You know what I'm saying? But like everybody's gonna be looking at you, nigga. You're famous. Right. <laughs> like so, like what? Where is the audacity even coming from? <laughs> so I want to be like, nigga, like for real, for real, for real. This is what we're doing. And then on the other hand, niggas, <laughs> that was a solid headlock, nigga. Like, I don't know what in the fucking Legion of Doom happened to this nigga. <laughs> like, <laughs> the R&B Nightwing. I have never, like, there was no stopping him. It was, it was, uh, it's, it was uproarious. I, I just couldn't. <laughs> uproarious. <laughs> I really can't believe he swung on an officer first and put that nigga in a headlock and like, walked away like was able to breathe after them my mind is blown right now i just saw him sitting in a jail cell looking like yes <laughs> like a giant toddler kind of like he was in the middle of crying yes. or singing or something he didn't look sad it wasn't like yeah. tears streaming down his face but i just saw that photo and was like how did we get here from an nfl game that shouldn't have been happening anyway it was giving me um <laughs> lovecraft country like the ancestors just were <laughs> <laughs> they dove di- deep in and he just fought them with all of the strength of those before us what is it gonna I take don't... for Trey Songz to sit his ass down Trey Songz was also at Bow Wow Weekend I was gonna say this is like the third or fourth story we have heard of him doing something fucking stupid in COVID oh my God. and he was part of Bow Wow Palooza and I did see Bow Wow's tweet <laughs> He said he was the easy fucking target. Everybody comes after him because he's the big name. <laughs> Please get up. <laughs> Bow Wow Police is the best one. That's, that was really good. That boy, so, he's deluded. Maybe he's a COVID denier. Maybe he's like one of the people on Facebook or whatever that just don't believe it. How you have it and don't believe it. <laughs> You had it. <laughs> that ain't it either. <laughs> he enjoying that immunity. That's what he doing. Because that's what a lot of niggas are doing. They catch it. They get over it. And then they're like, oh, fuck you. I'm finna go oh, kick yeah. it. So. Like, that's still not how it works. Like, you're not at a house party that you threw with 
your fellow we don't care is like you're literally in public and like and then like whatever i don't know i'm just oh god can it be done um <laughs> i'm super over this pandemic never thought i'd talk about this girl danny lay on the show danny <laughs> lee danny lay danny mm-hmm. lee no clue um so she's most known for at the moment being a uh, rapper the baby's girlfriend who um, famously had some sort of a tryst with the baby while he was with his child's mother. Uh, Mm. And yeah, now they go together. So this girl (coughs) shared on her Instagram, I believe, a snippet of some new song she's got coming out called Yellowbone. Uh, And in what I assume is the hook of the song, you can hear in the clip, she's singing... uh, singing (laughs) is that what she does i don't know she says yellow bone that's what he want like over and over again yellow bone that's what he want um Mm. now Mm. i'm trying to figure out if i start with like the the specifics or like the the clear obvious part of it okay (laughs) so like obviously you know colorist disgusting pointless unnecessary sure also uh we know that the baby's baby mother is not a yellow bone at all Mm -hmm. so it feels like you know offensive for all of the uh general reasons and then also like i guess taunting for whatever fucking reason um Anyway, they dragged her ass to hell and back for it. She said on Instagram, why can't I make a song for my light-skinned baddies? Why y'all think I'm hating on other colors when there are millions of songs speaking on all types? Why y'all so sensitive and take it personal? Goddamn. She also said, congratulations, y'all got another thing to say about me when you hate. It's all good. Only God can cancel me. That shit doesn't mean shit to me because the people around me are the ones that know my heart and intention and real life. I'm sorry if I offended you. That's not how apologies work. Not ever. And you don't say fuck y'all bitches. None of y'all bitches gonna do shit about me. Only God can cancel me. Suck my whole dick. Sorry. <laughs> I just saw that she um was born in Miami and that she is Dominican. That has nothing to do with me. <laughs> I I know that it does not. Okay. But I also see here on Glamour.com that she is not actually black. She is a white Dominican or a white Latina who is from Miami, which is <laughs> she's far from the only one. But uh, if she is actually white and decided that she gets to <laughs> be light skinned because she's Dominican, I'm really confused still because yellow bone like that. You just a white bone. Yellow bone girls. Yeah, that's not- that's a term for black people. You may have grown up hearing it because you was around a bunch of niggas, but you can't make a song celebrating your fellow light-skinned baddies because you're not one of them. Also, it is terrible. (laughs) Like, it's, 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 again, quite obviously offensive and pointless. Um, 
And it is completely incorrect that there are millions of songs speaking on all types, as she claims. You know, goddamn 95% what? of the songs are lyrics in rap or wherever the fuck. When you're talking about skin tones, they're talking about light-skinned women. And then maybe 3% of them are non-black women <laughs> of some kind. And then maybe that other percentage is uh, is dark-skinned women. And that small 2% or whatever, them rappers be like Jadena. Or like Wale yep. or some other Always. rap nigga that clearly it's reads not the baby, <laughs> right? So who I'm sure said something stupid as fuck about this whole situation. I don't even want to know what he said about his. He girl. left a, a comment of like three yellow. I can't tell if he not the yellow heart. No, no. Some shit's like underneath it. Gross, nigga. What like, is this? Of course, like whatever. But again, like you cannot enjoy men. They will disappoint you every time. It is offensive and awful and it sucks it's so bad like it's also like a horrible like it sounds terrible like the beat is bad the sound of her voice the mixing the, the ev- everything about it just <laughs> not sucks. even a good this song shouldn't about have light skins <laughs> who cares about you who like where who and who why did nobody say hey yeah. hey sis yeah let's not do this because that's a really good question <laughs> it's a bad look it's um uh tired antiquated uh destructive ass point of view and it sounds like doo-doo so <laughs> let's do something else <laughs> like, why did no one do that for you yeah i i can't cancel somebody i was never subscribed to so mm. we you met her too <laughs> did i mm-hmm <laughs> I've met a lot, a lot of white people in my life. When was this? At one time, we was at um, we were at Essence Fest, so we was like waiting to go do the press shit, and they had us waiting back there for about three goddamn solid weeks. Mm -hmm. And then, (laughs) (laughs) yes, we were buying them carts or whatever. We was waiting to like figure out which cart we were getting into, and we were standing. There was like a girl there that was an artist, and the only reason we knew she was an artist is because Asante recognized her. Oh, of course, Asante did. He knows every artist. That was her. Oh, well, see, I wouldn't. Fun fact for you. I would have gone the rest of my life thinking I had never laid eyes on this woman. It changes absolutely nothing, but okay. Asante, like, recognized her and went and spoke to her because, you know, he's, like, gregarious. Yeah. So he, like, he went to go chat her up and, like, said her name or whatever. And I recognized the name. So I was like, oh, okay, I know who that is. And Crystal Salad was like, okay, so where do we go? Right, like, <laughs> like so where, who, who, where is the person to take us to do the, the like, press so that I can go to because... the lounge and start drinking like that? I'm literally, I got my wristband, I'm ready to hold it up under the, the ultraviolet light or whatever, and I'm ready to get this fucking party started. <laughs> It was so funny, too, because Alex was right there. So she was, like, trying to be like, ah, you know, like, oh, okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what that was. I just did. But she was, like, trying to, like, be like, oh, okay, cool. Like, oh, this is, you know, Sante and the Reed or whatever. So it was, like, a little moment. Wow. I don't even know why I'm the still talking about this. The fact that I don't remember this But you, all. like, because you solid ice that bitch out. Like, you were like, I do not care about none of this shit that y'all bitches are talking about. How, when can we be done with this? I mean, it sounds like me, so. Um, so, Kodak Black is out of prison. He received a pardon on um, Chester Cheetah's way out. 
So did Lil Wayne apparently. Of course. That shit that he had he was dealing with. And um Yeah, Kodak Black is free back on on, on the streets. He tweeted, I want to thank the president, Donald Trump, for his commitment to justice reform and shortening my sentence. Girl. I also want to thank everyone for their support and love. It means more than you'll ever know. I want to continue giving back, learning, and growing. Uh, And then he tagged someone who is probably his lawyer. I don't (laughs) know who that is. Um, So, yeah, he got a new song out, and I can't wait to see. How much growth he is he's gone through, oh, and yeah. how he will prove prove not only to the justice system but to himself and to the doubters that he's a changed individual. I can't wait to see him give back to the community and stay out of trouble and not be involved in anything that could be controversial or destructive or at all you know like a negative impact on himself and others. Can't wait to see it happen because I know it will um also interesting enough, he apparently tweeted. Sometime uh, last year, I think, that he said, if the president them free me. (laughs) The president them. Nigga, these is not your cousins. Fuck do you mean? (sighs) I don't think I processed that the first time. (laughs) So I was just reading it like the words of (laughs) the president and his niggas. You know, I don't know who all is involved in the process. (laughs) Because he legit put T H E N. At least he spelled it. Them, okay, I'm. He said, "If the president them free me, I'm going to spend one million on charity within the first year I'm out. That's on everything." Interestingly enough, now that he's out, that tweet has disappeared. Um. So I heard that he did something. Some form of charity. What? But I don't know if that was it was true or not. Either way, it wasn't no damn million. And the alleged pledge that he made back in November or whenever this was <sighs> has disappeared. Oh, I bet it so. has. I bet it fucking has. <laughs> I mean, when Kodak Black said uh, charity, he likely meant Onyx and Wingstop. Yeah. Charity <laughs> so. is the name of somebody. <laughs> <laughs> J.R. Crickets, honestly. His favorite stripper is Charity. Yeah. <laughs> and he is yeah. ready for them cheeks. I'm sure that's <laughs> what he fucking meant. But I did see that, uh, you know, the president could only commute his federal sentence and he's still up for a lot of other fuckery in uh, yeah. South Carolina and uh, other places. So hopefully he's on his way right right back. <laughs> Just a go sexual right assault back. card. A sel- sexual assault charge at that. Yeah. So, so you can yeah, go, actually. Yeah. His ass is not out of the fryer yet. So, as mm-hmm. I said, I'm sure Glory he'll be uh, spending all of his time on lemon pepper wet until he gets <laughs> back into the system. Yeah, enjoy he'll, it now while you fucking can. <laughs> he'll likely uh, snatch up a brand new charge before they start addressing that shit. Would not so. be shocked. I did see a tweet that said maybe that's why Lil Wayne sold his masters to pay for his pardon. And I thought, that's interesting. That's interesting. Because you're not supposed to be able to pay for a pardon, but it's Donald Trump. So I would not be surprised if Lil Wayne wired him several millions of dollars in exchange for his freedom. 
I read that his lawyer, Wayne's lawyer, was like, oh, no, child, that had absolutely nothing to do with my client. Mm-hmm. What interesting timing, though. <laughs> what interesting timing, though. <laughs> he would never, ever look in the face of true integrity and uh, black manship. <laughs> don't do this. <laughs> like, whatever, girl. It's fine. We, I, we I don't, don't believe that about Lil Wayne. <laughs> yeah, you even have to say that about some other nigga. <laughs> Just, you got your part, nigga. Don't push it. <laughs> Go somewhere and let go comb them them fucking locks out. The, that's the first thing you need to cause. do. You need to, you need to find one of them wizards who can detangle what you have done to your head or just shave it all together because it's a mess. It's back like there. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna leave it alone. Yeah, that's it for the y'all hot know what talks. it looks like. <laughs> um. Before we move on, this week we've got some Kid Fury sports shorts, and they're extra short this week. <laughs> because all I've got to say is that um, it's all-star voting season, ladies and gents. That's right. Beginning today, Thursday, what? January, whatever. <laughs> you can start voting for your NBA all-star through the app or through NBA.com. Up until February 16th. <laughs> what? <laughs> yep. Vote for your NBA All-Star, bitch. The baddest in the land. Is this an ad? <laughs> <laughs> and in fact, the NBA says... <laughs> it is an ad. <laughs> that they're discussing a potential NBA All-Star game to happen sometime around March. Why? Because sports. <laughs> and also... Um, tourism. I heard that they're looking at Atlanta to be the place to do it. No, um, no so. please. It, the infection rate is out of control in Atlanta. Please. Make sure that you vote for your absolute favorite NBA All-Star. It's very important because it it shows um, morale for <laughs> the, the nation and also pretty much all of the players that get voted into the All-Star get like 10 to 20% off from the, the Weed and Molly Man <laughs> in whatever city the All-Star is at. Well, that is a deal. And that goes a long way, especially <laughs> if you like cheating on your wife or doing something like that. So it's very important to get those things in. So personally, for me, I suggest um, voting for LeBron James and or Dwayne Wade because I like both of their wives. And um, I know their names. Isn't Dwayne Wade retired? But here's the thing about that. Dwayne Wade can come back as an (laughs) all-star because you can do that. You're allowed to because (laughs) what happens is we're in an era where everyone changes all the rules. You know what I'm saying? For a retired player. The Senate... The House, All Star Weekend, the, the Supreme Court, or the NBA—it no. doesn't matter. You change the rules all you want to. So that's it for the sports shorts this week. Make sure you get out there and, and push the vote uh, to help lower the the weed and the Molly prices in Atlanta so much. Okay, guys. Um... Thanks so much for listening. This is where we take a break, and then we're done. Yep. Okay. 
When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my mm-hmm. own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read again that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire now let's get back to show so listen guys the next generation of influential black voices can be found on npr's new collection black stories black truths i've been running my mouth about it for a while now black representation in media is incredibly important and i feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurter to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Okay, so... It is now time to read your listener letters. Yes, it is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may read Bow them. Wow Palooza sent me. Like, it just came <laughs> like that. That was wide open. Not you still thinking about it. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yes, uh, asktheread at gmail.com. Send us your questions. Our first one this week, you know what? Let's just go straight from S. This comes from Please. Eric. <laughs> And Eric says, one of my good friends, Sean, texted me the other day venting and asking for advice about his husband, Chris. Chris and Sean have an open relationship, but lately Chris hasn't been very open with Sean about how much he flirts around. Sean told me how his work schedule has negatively impacted his libido and recent weight gain on top of that makes him feel insecure and unattractive. Meanwhile, his husband, Chris, has been hiding what he does on his phone and has been posting nudes in exhibitionist sharing groups online. This is a fact that Sean was aware of and was okay with when he knew exactly what was going on. However, all of this was news to me. Sean doesn't know it, but occasionally Chris sends me his nudes. (laughs) Sometimes I even send my own nudes back to him and we end up having a full sexting conversation. Record scratch. It was my understanding that their relationship was open and sexting with other people wasn't a problem. When Sean, when Sean finished venting to me, he let on that despite all of this, he isn't worried about the state of his marriage. And I was relieved to hear it. 
However, I didn't tell him that his husband, Chris, and I have sexted on numerous occasions. And I decided that moving forward, I will not entertain any kind of sexual conversation with his husband again. Before that point, we hadn't sexted in probably two months and nine times out of 10, he initiates the DMs anyway. So I figured this would all be done and we could all just move on. A month later, Sean and I were having a regular text convo and I got a DM from Chris during that conversation. I did not open it for fear of what would be in there and the internal moral debate that would ensue. To this day, I still have not opened that DM. (laughs) Because there's some dick in there. (laughs) My question is, am I right to let this whole situation go and never bring it up to my friend Sean if his husband never sends me another dick pic again? If I do get another dick pic, (laughs) how should I go about telling Sean about his husband? Thanks, and please stay safe out there, Eric. He also included some information. Did you stay safe out there? <laughs> right. So uh, he also included that he used to date Sean very briefly, years before he got married. Aha! Uh-huh. And the husband, Chris, he has made out with, with while Sean was in the room. Okay. So... Yes, in case that changes your answer in any way. It doesn't. I didn't think it would. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. I will say your answer, in my opinion, lies in the fact that you've already defined Chris's behavior, because I'm not surprised if I got the names uh, mixed up. Chris is the one who's who's doing the janky shit Yeah, Chris is the, yeah. You've already basically clocked that as deceitful, right? So this means that you recognize he's doing something wrong, whether they're in an open relationship or not, which is confusing to me because if if they have been in a place before, I've never been in an open relationship before. If they've been in a place before where this was something that they were cool with, I don't understand uh the lack of conversing about right. wanting to continue doing it even if it's a one-sided thing for a while <laughs> or whatever obviously it sounds like chris is aware that sean is not you know with the shits right now and so you know he doesn't want to slow or change his sex drive or sex life around just because of what Sean is dealing with. Um, But again, if they've not, I don't understand why they would not have a conversation about that. If maybe Sean is like, maybe having a conversation about his insecurities is difficult for that. Like, I don't know what it is, but Mm. either way he's being dishonest period already. And (laughs) I would struggle with not saying something to my friend about that. Period. You know, like right. if I wasn't involved, but here you are having been involved a number of times. I'm not going to say that your friend shouldn't know. I think that there are many other people, especially gays, that would, you know, yeah, just act like it never happened and leave it alone, and you know, hope that it never comes out at brunch. But. Um, I think that again, I don't know. It's like, I want to assume that if you're in an open relationship or if you like, if you're open enough 
for something like that, that you should be open enough to like talk about things. Yeah, I'm pretty (laughs) sure the secrecy is the problem. Right. That's what I'm saying. And I don't understand why it's so necessary. Again, never been in an open relationship. And I know that, you know, they're all different and everyone has like their different likes and dislikes and triggers and traumas and all kinds of stuff. So, but the thing is like, again, if you're in a situation where the two of them have sent nudes, received nudes from each other. You've dated him. He's seen you make out with with his husband and stuff like that. Then why can't nobody be like, hey, jo- so just so you know, here's why this is, this is going on. Uh, how do you feel about that? What do you want to do moving forward? I, maybe I'm being a bit naive. <laughs> I think like it's easier uh, said than done. I don't know. But I just don't understand why. It's just very unfair to leave him in the dark, especially knowing that you have been involved this whole last time. Like, that's deceitful is fucked up. And I don't think using the excuse of, oh, well, they're in an open relationship and we've made out before in front of him is is okay. Like, that's like fuckboy logic, to be honest. I mean, yes, I agree. Because there's just a few things here that make me question the the entire situation. I think first being... I have to I have to imagine that Sean is more of your ex than he is your friend. <clears throat> because mm. although I know a lot of people blur the lines between like friendships and sexual relationships and this is not like all that uncommon. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine sexting my friend's husband, sending yeah. him photos of my genitals. And not ever saying nothing to that bitch about it. Yeah. I, that's just not. <laughs> it's something about that that don't curl all the way over for me. I also have never been in an open relationship. But one thing I know is that the niggas who do it, you know, ethically are always talking about how, like, honesty and respect is the whole thing. And, right. like, you have to be able to communicate openly and all that shit. Like, healthier shit than what most people are even capable of doing. Very so, true. So, Very true. so, yeah, the fact that he's being all secretive about it and, um, I don't know. I think if you really believed that you didn't do anything wrong or that you and Chris y'all's relationship was inappropriate in some way, then you would have said something. Either you would have said it the first time he sent a dick pic and y'all started sexting, or you would have said it when, when Sean first opened up to you and was like, yeah, I'm stressed because this nigga is acting janky. Like I think deep down, you know, you fucked up here and I don't, I don't know. So the question is like, Am I right to just let it go and never bring up the situation as long as I don't get another dick pic? But it's, I don't see that anybody ever told Chris to stop sending you his dick because Sean right. don't even know that that's going on. Right. So that dick is like, probably sitting on Instagram right now waiting on you to open it up. So right. I just think you need to be honest with your friend and yourself about what's really going on. Yeah, I think that you definitely know that aside from whatever the parameters of his relationship used to be or usually are right now, he's in a place where some shit like this is going to affect him differently. And y'all basically want 
to still engage in whatever your sexual desires may be without considering how he feels about it. And Mm. I think another part of it that's kind of irksome is that, like, he might not even give a fuck. He really might not. So to not even give him the respect of being like, yo, so, hey, here's the thing that's going on is, like, really? Like, Nobody has time for this bullshit, especially right now. So I'm not, I want to say you are right to just act like it never happened and move on. Will I be surprised if you do? Uh, No. (laughs) I won't call for a hanging. It's not, you know, not some wild thing that never happens or whatever, but is it fucked up yet? Yeah. So (laughs) good luck to you, Eric, as you figure that uh, messy shit out. Um, mm-hmm. We started with the gays, so now let's move to the lesbians. Fun. <laughs> this one comes from Viva, who says... Of course it does. <laughs> what a name. My best friend Carrie decided she wanted to dissolve our friendship because of a comment I made on Facebook. Dissolve our friendship? <laughs> this is such lesbian already. <laughs> Her ex-girlfriend Maya, who I've actually known longer than I've known Carrie, posted a picture of her new fiancé a couple of months ago. Maya and Carrie broke up at least three years ago. They are both in relationships with new people. And from my understanding, their breakup was amicable anyway. The caption on the photo of Maya's fiance started with, in the middle of a Panda Express, I met you. (laughs) Which, I'm just going to take a slight detour here real quick. The fact that you met somebody at the top of the pandemic and y'all are engaged (laughs) is Peak dyke activity. Okay. It's so <laughs> Back to the letter. Yeah. So she saw the caption and then said, so I commented and said, well, as the saying goes, one panda don't stop. No show. LOL. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> Get it? Doesn't it's go in the way. middle of a Panda Express. <laughs> one panda. No, no, it doesn't make sense. But yeah. she saw panda and she said, oh, I know a, a phrase with panda in it. So yeah. there we are. I texted Carrie over the weekend just to say hi, and she didn't respond. I didn't think anything about it because she's busy, I'm busy. But yesterday, I got a very long text from her telling me that I'm disloyal. And it was clear that my comment on Maya's Facebook photo was about her. She mentioned that I've never been publicly happy for her relationships and that she and other people thought that I was trying to throw jabs at her with my comment. Honestly, I did not even think of Carrie when I commented because the two of them broke up so long ago and I don't know much about their past or current relationship because Carrie has never shared any of that with me and I haven't pushed her to do so. I apologize for hurting her feelings and told her that I understand she needs space, but that I feel a way because she went to somebody else instead of me and let it simmer into, oh, I feel a but that I feel a way because she didn't come to me when I posted the comment. Instead, she let it simmer and talk to others about the situation. Right. Then made right. the decision to end the friendship without saying anything to me about how she felt. Right. I felt right. like I deserved at least a conversation before she made a decision that drastic. Assuming I'm disloyal because of a Facebook comment is pretty stupid to me anyway, because I'm not the type to be petty on social media. I'm giving her the space she requested, but I honestly don't know if our friendship will be worth resuming. Am I wrong for feeling bamboozled? What would you do in this situation? Thanks, Viva. I mean, bamboozled. I don't. don't Bamboozled is quite a word for that ass, (laughs) right? I I don't know about that. Um, I feel like you kind of hit the nail on the head for me when you said, um, like, figuring out if it's even worth 
you know, trying to maintain or resolve or whatever. Um, some people go through all kinds of eras in their lifetime. And sometimes yours just doesn't really mesh with your friends anymore or family members or anymore. And that could be temporary. It could be permanent. It just is what it is. And, you know, obviously this girl is very sensitive about what's going on over there. She's human. Um, however, I understand being upset about not being approached um, and confronted about it personally from her. Mm, like, yeah, I always, if I consider you a friend for real, <laughs> I prefer <laughs> you to, because I don't have like I. I don't have a problem having uncomfortable conversations and I don't really have a problem arguing. And I don't feel like just because we yell at each other, it means we're never going to speak to each other. Like I I think that people look at arguments, like if we fight or if we argue, it's going to be the end of our relationship or or whatever. And it's like, no, sometimes you just, like it's human. Sometimes you yell, it's not ideal, but sometimes you get into an argument that's heated. Sometimes you get into an argument that doesn't have an immediate solution, but like, Speaking and communicating to one another, the two who have the issue, or three or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's more important uh, and effective, in my opinion, than stewing on it and then going and running your opinion of everything and your feelings dry with everyone else. By the time you go and sit down with the person you have a problem with, you don't even give a fuck about talking about it anymore. You don't talk about it 17 times with everybody the fuck else. (laughs) You don't even have anything to say at that point. So then the discussion that should have happened is dry as fuck and unproductive. And then the girls feel like, you know, Issa and Molly and we just like what's going on. (laughs) It's like, yeah, I totally get you know wanting for someone to come to you even if you do sit down with it because sometimes people need their space to like figure out how they feel and how they want to approach it but to just be like oh bitch i'm not your friend no more and i'm not trying to hear you out at all goodbye (laughs) good riddance it's like maybe that's a good thing then like maybe we shouldn't be friends like yeah if that's that's the way you view friendship (laughs) right because you made up your mind about this comment which one panda don't stop no show lol is just not targeted enough for me (laughs) to be like i'm no longer gonna speak to my best friend on this earth it's just not it's just not especially with all the other information about how long ago they broke up and you know that whole situation i don't know if maybe they were still messing around until she met this new fiance no clue about you know, what other feelings um, your friend might have been experiencing, but I think you deserved better than her choosing to talk to everybody else but you about it. And then once she got around to you being like, well, me and other people feel like you was doing this. When right. when you saw the comment, you could have just texted me and been like, uh, right. are, are you saying I'm the panda that was going to stop her show? Like. This could have been cleared up in 15 minutes if you were an adult, but you're not. <laughs> I know she said other people. <laughs> the fuck what? is this? Right. I would be deeply irritated by that. And yeah. that whole... Um, so, yes, the space is good. Like, I think that's really great. Everybody come back with a calm head and talk about it again. But I think you can also very, you know, calmly and politely or respectfully have this conversation and still decide that this is not somebody you want to have as a friend. 
True. So t- Very true. <laughs> take this space and then really think about it. Like the good that this relationship brings you, whatever stress it may cause you. Has she done something stupid as fuck like this before? And then also <laughs> when she comes back, is she coming back with a genuine yep. apology? Is she coming back like, yep. the, oh, my God, my nigga, I fucked up. I was deep yep. in my feelings because of this, yep. this, this and this. And then I saw your comment and I just lost it. And I am so like. Her, yeah. the way she comes back to you when y'all decide to speak on it again is going to mean a lot, I think. Yeah. But you also, you know, <laughs> if you come to the conclusion all by yourself that you really don't want to be bothered, that's valid, too. Because she was the mm-hmm. one who came out the gate like, oh, well, we're not friends anymore. Bye. Like, right. Are you eight right. years old? <laughs> like, I'm assuming she's single and, you know, is sensitive about Perhaps. the fact that. You know, her ex is married and she's not mm-hmm. yet or something like Like, I'm assuming that that's what the sensitivity is about. And that's, you know, human. And ideally, y'all will eventually have a conversation where she will apologize and say, look, I was feeling in my feelings about that when I saw that, you know, I saw that nigga in her tux. <laughs> <laughs> You got sick. You started feeling sick. (laughs) I didn't even mean to come at you like that. And y'all could just sort of have a, a, come to like a common understanding of what was going on and how everyone was feeling. And you can also address like the method in which you communicate with one another when you have disagreements. So like moving forward, let's do less, um, going around to, you know, the, the clubhouse and, and having a private clubhouse meeting and talking shit about me. How about you text me instead? Right. And let's just, you know, when you see talk it. to each other. <laughs> why right. didn't you just say something? Why, I don't even understand why you had to go to everybody else to see what they felt about it. And the fact that people agreed. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't. Did y'all not see the whole Panda <laughs> Express thing in the caption? Like, yes, her Viva's comment did not make a lot of sense. But the Panda connection, I feel... It kind of explained itself, so... Right. Yeah. The joke is that it's, it's a way to say pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And which everyone's been doing. Panda so stop no show. Why wouldn't you immediately think that she's referencing the goddamn pandemic? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it. One pandemic don't stop no show. That's what you was right, saying, the, sister. The, the reason I said it make no sense is because she said some shit like, as they say, one panda don't... And I was like, nobody fucking says that. Like, that don't work. But I get what you meant. I think black people say monkey. Now, my they, family yeah, say one monkey exactly. don't stop no show all the exactly. time. Exactly. <laughs> no one says panda. <laughs> yeah, y'all come back to this when you're ready to have a mature conversation. And hopefully it goes well. You won't feel like you have to break up with your best friend because that sucks. But Right. Best of luck to you. Okay. Our last question comes from Brendan, who says, I have a friend group from college that I still keep up with now that we've all graduated and moved on to different places and jobs. Every couple of months, we do voice chats online and just hang out. The problem is that now I live with my sister and I feel pressure to include her in our hangout sessions because she asks or invites herself in. My sister and I are very close, so at first I didn't mind letting her join, but sometimes I just want to hang out with my friends without having to include her. When she's on the call with us, I feel like she monopolizes the conversation and I have to compete for attention with my own friends. 
My friends seem to like talking to her, but I don't like that the one group of people I have outside of my family now includes her as well. My issue is that while my sister has lots of different groups of friends, I only have this one. When she and her friends chat, she invites me to join if I want, and I usually do if I'm not doing anything else, but I don't invite myself into the chat and I don't expect to be included in every single hangout that they do. When I do join them, I try not to talk over anyone or take up too much of the conversation in general. I feel like I'm being childish by being this possessive about my friends, but I just want to hang out with them without the added expectation of having to include my sister and without having to compete for attention. I know I should just set a boundary and tell her that I don't want her to include herself in our hangout sessions, but I feel like all the reasons I listed for feeling this way sound silly and selfish. <laughs> what do you guys think? Am I being childish or should I just have a talk with my sister about this and set it straight? Thanks, Brendan. Um, I don't. This is such a COVID it's... question. We would have never gotten this letter. <laughs> A year ago. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't think it's childish. I think that you actually point at, like, you make a good point. Like, it's kind of like a thing that right now is very, like, I feel like it, it could define your your feelings about it specifically based on socialization or lack thereof right now, mm-hmm. um, if that makes any fucking sense. Yep. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying this to your sister, personally. I don't um, expect that... I mean, I don't know what her reaction to it may be, but I don't think that it's unfair, mm. personally. You know, because... Sometimes the vibe you want is the vibe you want, you know? And if your sister has a gang of other friends, then I don't really understand what the harm is in being like, hey, girl, let's do this thing over there. Because some people have smaller groups and need their little release, their little, you know, ghetto mimosa time, like I do, where I put my pineapple on the and <laughs> into whatever fuck shit I just bought. <laughs> Some kind of liquor doesn't really matter. <laughs> it really doesn't. So. <laughs> some so, Tito's in there. <laughs> right. So, I don't know. Like, I feel like you could have her, like, include her just every now and then, maybe, to spice up the vibe. But I don't think there's anything wrong with being like, hey, girl, I'm just going to... Do something over here with us this time. And I mean, like... <laughs> yeah. I don't... Like, again, it, <laughs> the reasons that you're saying sound childish, I think, can be receptive as just human. Yeah. I, I, I think so. But again, I don't know your sister. I would think that if it's, like, no biggie and she's not stressed to, you know, have a shoulder to lean on or a glass <laughs> to clink or whatever... That, you know, she'll be fine with it. But I don't know what, like, I don't know what the perspective would be if she had a problem with it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what she would, like, if you, if you were honest with her about this, I don't know why she would be upset or like what the problem would be. Right. I think maybe you're kind of scared of hurting her feelings. By saying, I just want to hang out with my friends, you know, without you, sister, but... Um, but you know, your sister's an adult and (laughs) she can handle being told no. I don't think, I mean, 
whether your reasons are silly or selfish or whatever <clears throat> doesn't really matter because ultimately they're your friends. She yeah. she has friends. It's not like this is her only opportunity for socialization. And honestly, maybe she's fucking tired of the pandemic. So she's jumping on every fucking <laughs> Zoom duo, all the fucking <laughs> clubhouse. She on everything all day long just to get some interaction with other people. I don't mm. know. But you've kind of I don't think it matters if your reasons are silly or childish because they're your reasons and you should be able exactly. to talk to her about exactly. it if for no other reason then you have worked yourself up into like feeling resentful and being like well this bitch always monopolizes the conversation and she my friends right. she's taking my friends away and like all this <laughs> you have worked yourself up to like resenting her for something that she doesn't know is a problem you, right. you've never told her hey uh, no like i just want to <laughs> right. i just want to hang out with them by myself tonight you know we'll see you in a couple of weeks or something right i mean i know that like a lot of di a lot of the dynamic between some certain really certain friendships and groups right now is different uh just because a lot of people have had drastic changes happen in their life within right. the past year whether losing a job or a family member or a relationship or, or whatever <laughs> or their fucking mind yes like you know just because she has other groups of friends doesn't mean that those other groups of friends are the best time or the best vibe or even healthy um however i do still think that chris will say your feelings are your feelings and they don't have to be like super mature for them to be valid and also like personally i feel like it's fair to just be like it's different when my sister is in my group of friends like blend like i wouldn't want to just hang out with my brother and my brother's friends all of the fucking time <laughs> because he's going to be my little brother right around his friends versus <laughs> when i'm not around them you know what i'm saying where he can just be adult ass grown him because my brothers are you know all over 20 they're all adults mm. so like and I still, when I hear them cuss, be like, excuse the <laughs> hell? Are you out of your damn life? <laughs> My brother's going to turn to me and be like, I'm, nigga, I'm 30 years old. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You know and I cuss all the time. I don't cuss at home. And I don't oh, cuss no, in front of, of my not. brothers or, or my parents at all. But they know I cuss, obviously. But sometimes right. when I hear them cuss, I'd be like, who in the <laughs> hell do you like? <laughs> so I'm not even saying that that's the relationship that you have with your sister, obviously, but like, it's fair for you to be like, girl, I just want to have some time with my friends and just talk without, you know, being, you know, a bigger little sibling. Right. Or, you know, maybe I can open up to my friends in certain ways that I don't feel comfortable opening up, you know, around my sister or anything. Right. It's okay to have a different kind of relationship with your friends than what you have with your sibling. Right. Like, I feel like that kind of goes without saying. So, yeah, you just got to say, listen, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings at all. So I really hope that this doesn't hurt you. But I just want to hang out with my friends, <laughs> yeah. you know, by myself with ha without having to be Brendan, you know, Lisa's sister or whatever. I forgot that fast what your sister's name is. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you know, I think I think maybe maybe you're afraid of her reaction to that, but if your sister is a reasonable person, she should be able to understand that. So And I mean, if all else fails, sugarcoat the fuck out of it. <laughs> I mean, just sweeten it up, like be super I'm so sorry. I'm not 
I don't want to hurt your feelings at all. You know, I love you more than ever. Like, just make it Mm -hmm. extra bubbly in its delivery or whatever. So it's like incredibly clear that you're considering her feelings uh, versus just being like, bitch, lose my number. (laughs) (laughs) We live in the same house, but never speak to me again. (laughs) Right. So there's a there's an adult. You might feel like your feelings are childish, but there is an adult way to approach this situation and then you can i mean and she'd probably be like okay nigga you could have just said that right exactly i was just jumping on the zoom because i like to play zoom games like i wasn't you know was not trying to take over your friends you know my much like the friend who's getting nudes from his friend's husband (laughs) sometimes people will shock you sometimes they're like Mm -hmm. you be doing the most and getting yourself into trouble that you wouldn't get into if you would have just said something in the first place amen and niggas wouldn't have never been had a problem with you but now they have a problem with you because you're being deceitful yes (laughs) like just (laughs) say something give the person a chance to surprise you bitch (laughs) yes give people a chance to be yes to to prove you wrong. Right. I mean, she might not, but give it a shot. <laughs> I'm not saying she will. I'm just saying it's worth a shot. <laughs> All right. That is going to wrap up the listener letters this week. If you have a question for us, send it to asktheread at gmail.com. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace's leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking about in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Okay, we're back, and it is now time for the read. I will just go ahead and get these few things out of the way. Okay. I just have three very fast things I want to say. One, Marjorie Taylor Green is an absolute disgrace and a mutant. And has no business being in politics of any kind. True. Get her out of here. I just, I don't understand how this is happening right in front of people's faces. Get, get that. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so one. Um, two, I've been binge watching Community again because it's one of my favorite shows ever in the world. And I haven't been watching it. Um, I haven't watched it in a while. So I decided to go back through it, watching it on Hulu. 
And I just reached the end of season two where they referenced an episode, which was a parody of Dungeons and Dragons from earlier in the season. But the thing is, I didn't see that episode, although I remember it quite fondly because I've seen it many times. It wasn't anywhere for me to find on the streaming thing. And at first I thought I was crazy and I realized it literally was just removed. So I figured that they probably removed this particular episode because quick synopsis, um, the community college study group is rallying around to play a game of Dungeons and Dragons with a fellow college student of theirs that was feeling suicidal because he was being picked on for being fat, right? Lord. And one of the characters played by Pierce, who is pretty much a, a played by Pierce. <laughs> one of the characters named Pierce, played by Chevy Chase, is pretty much a villain at this point in the, the season or series. And so because he wasn't invited to play Dungeons and Dragons, he comes into the game and starts bullying and picking on this kid and saying all of these horrible things just to be mean to him, right? And the episode's meant to have like it's meant to sort of address bullying and how it works in the nerd world and how it can affect people's emotions and sort of apologizing for, you know, being a part of... It, it's supposed to be about bullying. Right. right. And so I figured that they probably pulled the episode from Hulu or Netflix or wherever because there are some comments and jokes that Chevy Chase's character makes that are, like, really, like, fucked up. Like, like that's the point, you know? He says really awful things to show that, like, bitch, you're way more miserable than the person that you're bullying. Um, but I thought probably some of those jokes did not go over too well. So I pulled out my Blu-ray set because I own it. And I popped the episode in because I wanted to watch it. <laughs> Duh. This is, and y'all bitches, a smooth, what, eight, ten years ago, the girl, why do you buy all of these goddamn DVD? You can just stream it. Until they take it down for whatever the fuck right. reason. So I watched it. Literally before the intro, you see... um. What is his name who plays Chang? Ken Jong? If you um, say so. From the fucking Hangover movies and stuff? Oh, the doctor? <laughs> yes, like the literal doctor, actor, doctor. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so he plays the character Chang, and in the, like, where they're playing the Dungeons and Dragons game, they cut to him, and he's painted in all black with, like, a little white, uh, wig on and he's supposed to be he has like pointed ears he's supposed to be a dark elf but immediately it looks like blackface oh no sort of oh no so when I saw that shot I remembered it and I was like this is why they pulled this shit <laughs> off of Hulu and off of Netflix I guarantee it yep and I googled it and that is exactly what I read that they pulled it because you know uh the Chang characters in blackface or looks like blackface oh or whatever. Even though Yvette Nicole Brown's character immediately addresses it and says something to the effect of, are we not going to address this hate crime in front of us? <laughs> something like that. <laughs> so it's pointed out for being offensive while also trying to make a comment on how... Right, how much racism and colorism is in existent yeah. in like fantasy and lots of parts Ooh, of nerd culture, where it really is bad. 
So the fact that I I think I'd said or had a read similar to this already for Golden Girls because they pulled the one episode of the Golden Girls with the most black people off of Hulu <laughs> because of a shot where Blanche and Rose walk into the room with uh with mud masks on. Yep. Um, and again, that the joke there was that blackface is inappropriate yep. and offensive and should not happen. Mm-hmm. So it's like you, the the fact that you pulled this for that rather than all of the other actual offensive shit that happens in the episode, which again is is supposed to have a point. I don't feel like a lot of it was executed very well. I mean, I think there's even like a, a comment that he makes about rape or something. Like it, it's like not great. So I felt like it wasn't even effective in a lot of what it was trying to do, but it was aware of what it was trying to do. Okay. But it's again, another company that's like, just trying to sweep any possible uh anything that could be you know a BLM protest <laughs> they try to like just scoop it up underneath the robe without even like without even like uh, analyzing what it is that you're looking at and mm-hmm. the problem that I have with that is you're not listening you're not like paying attention to what anybody is screaming at you and has been screaming at you for the longest fucking time. Do shit that actually makes a difference. Put black and brown people in positions to call shots and to yes. have power. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Because like when you just do the shit, it's like, oh, if, if we don't cast a black person or an Asian person or, or whatever, then you know they're gonna you know, hashtag us and not come to the Academy Awards or whatever, whatever. So you do little weird scuff shit like this that doesn't make any fucking sense and you pull shit down for no fucking reason just because you're afraid of backlash. Not of, like, actually being racist. Not because of, like, actually not being mm-hmm. inclusive or whatever. Just <laughs> anything that could possibly turn into a PR disaster, you're snatching it down. And that, to me, is just tone deaf. It's really ridiculous. And, bitch, at the end of the day, y'all be pulling down some shows and episodes and stuff that's actually really fucking funny because you missed the whole last point. <laughs> like, what? Mm, I'm not surprised. <clears throat> I'm really not. The last thing that I wanted to say is for the serial companies, I might save this one for next. The no cereal companies. <laughs> I snack. I take snacks very seriously. Is and cereal for me is included in snacks. <laughs> okay. I have never been a fan, really, of cereals that have marshmallows in them. <laughs> because first of all, why are they called marshmallows? They're like freeze dried or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like eating chalk. They are heinous. Like, I've never liked them. Right? But, of course, they've been stuck in every fucking kid's cereal since the beginning of time because, you know... Sugar and children. <laughs> um. So, there... I don't know how long it's existed, but there's a Frosted Flakes now that includes marshmallows. And I want to say that y'all are out of order. You've gone, like, <laughs> too far. This is disgusting. Gross. And here's the thing. For me, like... I've had cereal with marshmallows in it before, and there are actually a couple that I don't mind. But the cereal has to sit a bit so that the marshmallow can kind of soften. If you will eat like Lucky Charms or one of those things straight up out of the milk and bite into that fucking um, marshmallow the way that it is, 
bitch, you're a vampire or some other word. Like, you're not of this world. Mm. Like, you can't... Like, I don't understand how anybody just eats that shit right up out the plastic. <laughs> I don't get it. So, but the thing is, everyone knows that if you put Frosted Flakes in milk, you have to eat it right the fuck away. Frosted Flakes is not a cereal that can sit alongside marshmallows oh. so that things can be balanced out. If you wait for the marshmallow to be at its peak, you know, texture, by that time, the Frosted Flakes are all mushy and disgusting. <laughs> Who the fuck's goddamn idea was this? This is wrong. It is wrong. Stop it. You don't need to put marshmallows in every cereal. My God, y'all have gone too far. And I'm done. You have got this down to a fucking science. <laughs> I can go on for another 45 minutes about this. Like, I am dead How serious. There is, they? there is an art and there is a science and there is a culture behind cereal. If you take it seriously, like not just, <laughs> oh, you know, I have a little here and there sometimes when, when I'm binge watching. No, bitch. I have no less than like... 10 boxes of cereal on my person right at this moment. Mm-hmm. All different kinds. Because I enjoy it. And this is just a crime against food. So I don't understand who uh, came up with this or why they felt like it was a good thing to invest their money in. I ask that you take it back because, <laughs> wow, that is disgusting. I cannot back. imagine eating, just like scooping up Frosted Flakes with marshmallows <laughs> in it and just crunching into both of them. That is just violent. Yeah. Just anyway, yeah. I'm finished. Oh. <laughs> I I mean <laughs> did frosted flakes need additional sugar anyway? No. <laughs> I no, it didn't. I think they did. It really didn't. I did not it just think didn't. they did. So. It didn't. That's another thing. You know what? You just you started me back up. <laughs> like, let me just go ahead and gas her again. Gas her right back up and hit the pavement. Frosted flakes. Is a classic, like, she's one of the reliable bitches that needs no adjustment. Frosted Flakes quite literally doesn't need anything else. Nope. And some of the girls, you know, may put some fruit in there or some other kind of granola, maybe something like that to jazz her up. Fine. But Frosted Flakes, much like a cinnamon toast, much like a honey nut, you can just eat that out the pe- It doesn't need to be jazzed up whatsoever. It's a classic, reliable moment. You save that experimental shit for when y'all be trying to make cereal out of like airheads and fucking Snickers bars and whatever the fuck else. You know, <laughs> all of that. And I will try it. But like, <laughs> I will. But like, taking the classics. And deciding to, you know, bastardize it and do whatever weird mutated shit. I want for you all to slow down and consider your decisions because it's getting outrageous. It's getting outrageous. <sighs> okay. That's it. All right. Thank you for getting that off your chest. Um, mm-hmm. I just have two very quick things this week. First of all, um, the anniversary of Kobe Bryant's tragic, sudden, crazy death was a couple of days ago. Yeah. Um, and in advance, Vanessa asked the NBA to not do any tributes um, for him this year and said something about, um, you know, how she's obviously still really fucking grieving and emotions right. are all over the place. Um, and so, you know, as this man's wife and mother of his like 18 children, I... 
feel like the NBA was like, of course, you know, whatever Vanessa wants, like we will honor right. it. However, the same did not go for you niggas. And it's crazy because <laughs> Vanessa did not actually ask the regular ass fans to not post tributes. She asked yeah. the NBA and its teams because they mean something. She did not ask you random ass people with Instagram accounts to withhold your love for Kobe on this day. And yet I saw so many niggas like nigga after nigga talking about fuck Vanessa Bryant. That bitch could eat a dick respectfully. Kobe was a fucking legend. Kobe was God. Kobe was my dad. Kobe was the goat. And I'm a fucking show love. It's Kobe nigga all day. Kobe. And once again, I, you really can't read because if you could, you would see mm. that she asked the NBA to refrain from posting tribute. She did not ask regular fans to do that, probably because she knows y'all are going to do it anyway. However, the mm. decent thing would be to not tag that woman or her grown ass daughter in your posts about her dead husband. Yeah. The decent thing would be to have your tribute on your social media and and then you say what you what Kobe meant to you as somebody who did not actually know him, which, you know, you're not in the minority there. Most of the people don't did not have a personal relationship with Kobe Bryant. Exactly. So, how, how are you going to tell this lady how to move, speak or feel? Like what? they ain't been together since she was 17 years are, old. How you, are y'all serious? Niggas. I was truly disgusted because wow. can't read. <laughs> But also acting like you are entitled and you should right. be like, I should be allowed to have access to this man. Like you didn't actually know him at all. That uh, you, <laughs> that was her husband and her child. You were Both a gone. fan and that is you it. You were a fan and that is it. If you had a Kobe Bryant story, it's the Kobe Bryant story. She had a Kobe Bryant life. <laughs> Yeah. Do you understand? She carried Kobe Bryant's around in her body like, and then pushed them out. All of his children that belong to her. Yeah. So what? They don't know you. It's weird. <laughs> and they will never know you. It's weird. Talking yeah. about, well, Vanessa could just log off. As if y'all are not going to do this every fucking day anyway. As if y'all have not done it every fucking day anyway. Wow. So that was first. Secondly... Wow. Uh, the drama between Meg and Tory Lanez um, oh my God. was ignited unnecessarily <sighs> this past week uh, after a rumor went around saying that the charges against that little nigga had been dropped, um, along with a screenshot, you know, showing no upcoming court dates. Um, and honestly, rumors start on the internet all the time about different stuff. So I wasn't really surprised by that. However, I right. was surprised that Complex decided to run with the rumor and publish a whole ass story. And I know it because I clicked the link and read the entire thing because I just knew I said Complex has been around for a long ass time. There is no way Complex posted this and did not actually do the necessary fact checking. <laughs> That is required for any journalistic outlet when talking about a story, especially one that is um, about an ongoing legal matter. I just knew. And yet mm. I read through the whole thing and it read like it was supposed to be on an Instagram blog. 
And it was just, uh, it looks like, according to this same dusty ass screenshot, that uh, the charges have been dropped and this is this, blah, blah, blah. So once I, I think once Complex ran with it, I really started to see it kind of snowball and go everywhere. And I'm like, too many people here are not putting two and two together. But the problem is that an outlet that people assume they can trust decided to publish this story without actually knowing what the fuck they was talking about. In reality, the charges against that little nigga have not been dropped. The date was rescheduled for sometime in February and Megan could not have even dropped the charges if she wanted to, because Megan is not the one who pressed the charges. <laughs> right. Fucking LA County did. So, so complex was wrong for that as was all the other uh, blogs and websites that decided to run with the story as if it was fact because complex initially did not say oh allegedly this happened they talked about it as if it had actually happened so of course megan said something like and i really my heart broke for her because i 100 percent believe that the seeds of this came from somebody associated with that leprechaun ass nigga but they immediately, you know, did a whole retraction and then they pr published a story talking about Megan goes off after fake story comes out. And I'm like, this is this is really wild to me because the fake story she's going off about is you. You're <laughs> it's you who did it. And yet y'all are sitting here talking about her tweets as if your website was not the biggest perpetrator of this fucking lie. I was going to let it go, though. I said something about it on Twitter. Basically, stop hiring bloggers to do a journalist job because as much as I love and respect blogging, there's a difference between blogging and journalism. And that difference is ethics and standards for publication. You're uh, literally taught, <laughs> taught those things. It's not like... a something you just fall into right or decide, i mean like, and yeah. there's a difference between blogging your opinion and reporting the news yeah is nothing wrong and this is what most bloggers do with taking a story from a credible source linking back to it summarizing it and then writing your opinion Nothing wrong right. with that. That is how blogging works. However, and most today, most places today will include the word opinion in the headline, so you know right away. Right. So, so there's there's all that, I, but I was gonna let it go until today, when I saw that Complex published yet another piece. This one is called "How Rap Misinformation Spreads on Social Media." what it's actually not <laughs> the thing about this, this just go to the home page uh is it on the home page it probably no, I said does it just link to the home page <laughs> shut up <laughs> it's actually not poorly written at all includes interviews um from lots of smaller blogging outlets that i've never heard of before however at no point in this piece <laughs> Does the writer say complex <laughs> is part of the reason that rap misinformation spreads online? You're literally talking about this story and none of the stories about Megan and Tori, this whole situation, none of the stories that complex is posted mention that complex is the reason 
that the shit took off. Not a single fucking one of them. And so I just don't understand, like, is it is it a is it a brand new desire to not be sued? Because y'all weren't thinking about <laughs> being sued when you let whoever wrote that publish it without an editor or anybody else to look over it, without a single lawyer saying, hmm, perhaps we should make sure we're not breaking the law by doing this. Like, y- you weren't worried about being sued then. So is it that? Is it? I mean, are you are you just like fucking with us to see if can't nobody they really don't see what the fuck y'all are doing? Apologize for your shit. I don't care how many tiny ass blogs with 5000 followers ran with a lie when your big ass outlet did the same thing and gave a sense of legitimacy to a fake story. Y'all should be ashamed of yourselves and y'all should take accountability for the shit that you did. None of these pieces. And they all link to each other, of course, over and over and over. They link back to complex stories about the same situation. And I have read them all. And not a single one that I have seen so far actually acknowledges Complex's role in this. Y'all really should be ashamed of yourselves. Yikes. And I hope she does, Sue. Because it's just too fucking much. Don't do this whole, oh, yeah, black women got to be protected, respect black women, believe black women. If this is exa- if this is the way you're going to treat a black woman going through an incredibly traumatic experience and living it out in front of the world. Megan deserved better than y'all's bullshit. Well, and that's it. Somebody at Complex need to do better. I don't know if it's budget cuts. And so y'all not giving a fuck no more over there. I really don't know what it is, but perhaps a lawsuit will help you figure out your hair from your ass. Perhaps it will. The girls get caught up in... It's really around it. It doesn't. I mean, but and they honestly... They get caught up in just trying to like be the girl who has the info up. But like, you get it out, get it out, get it out. But you are supposed to be a reputable website. Yeah, exactly. And even honestly, most of the big name bloggers know at this point that you have to be careful about saying certain shit. You have to word it a certain way if you do not actually know for a fact that what you're saying really happened. It is the basics of journalism. I mean, I would never personally look at Complex as some place that was is above this, particularly. <laughs> but I know, like me, but I know that, you know, many others would. You know, they don't look at Complex as, like, the same as an Instagram blog, um, even though in many ways it is. In many ways, lots of those places are now. You know, they kind of just doing the same sort of, like, macro posting. No. Micro. I'm sorry. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I'm losing my mind. I'm finished. I mean, yeah, they do do that. They have adjusted to the digital era probably better than a lot of other uh, media companies have. But still, Complex is fucking huge. They have been around almost 20 years. They have like... Yeah. Five million subscribers and over a they billion They have a fucking views. convention. Like... They they have complex TV like these these niggas are they have a whole ass convention they are a a joint venture subsidiary of Verizon and Hearst yeah so what the fuck do you mean <laughs> like <laughs> find the budget for journalists learn how to fact check get some fucking editors and also I'm so over this story anyway that like 
feel free to take the time to get the facts. <laughs> like, take like, your fucking like, time. <laughs> take your time to go out there and actually learn what's going on, girl. You, I promise you don't need to rush a headline out about this story. Let the gossip right blogs now. stick to gossip because at least they have the good sense to stick an allegedly in that bitch. <laughs> Y'all didn't even do that. I was stunned when I read that shit. My nigga stunned. Like, that is so 101, bitch. Like, are you saying, <sighs> oh, whatever. Yes. I don't know. Ollie Hall are losing it, just like me. Oh, I hope Megan is doing okay, and only Megan. <laughs> and that wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Hallelujah. Check us out. It does indeed. On social media um, at This Is The Read. Our website is thisistheread.com. Uh, any news for you this week? No, but one thing that made me smile the past uh, week is that if... <laughs> oh, Lord. I figured out that if you order fries from someplace, but you don't eat them in time, you know, like where they might get kind of cold, but microwaving them is not the same. They still just don't taste yeah, good. Yeah, no, definitely not. What you like. But when you throw them in the air fryer. I knew it. I knew you was finna <laughs> say it. I knew you was finna say it. Do they crisp right back up, my nigga? <laughs> Are they yum yum? <laughs> <laughs> you in that fucking air fryer? <laughs> I ordered Shake Shack like two, three days ago. Ooh, and they fries are good. And I got out of bed like twice that day, and I, the food like came to the door, and I just didn't have the energy to get up and get it for like half the day. But eventually, <laughs> like, eventually, funny. like when I got the fries, and I was like. I know that these fries are not going to be good if I microwave them. And some people just throw them shits to the air fryer for like four or five minutes. And when I tell you, you could not tell me that them bitches didn't come fresh out of that Shake Shack grease. It was such a revelation. And now I have learned, if ever, I can't. my fries have gone cold or I want to like get them back to their, you know, their maximum potential. Four minutes, five minutes in the air fryer. It's really a magical thing. I understand that everyone without an air fryer hates people talking about their air fryer so much. And that's like the meme. I respect it. You know, all I've really made in there is chicken, fries, and pastries. Uncrustables. Um, Not you calling so, it a pastry. I mean, they essentially are. I'm transcended whatever the smuckers bitches think that they do it like girl i should be packaging my own shit and selling it to be honest with you because that um that bullshit that they got y'all having down there at um out down there at the market from smuckers let me tell you something i've already made a new one and um i'm not even gonna get into how bad this bitch is i'll save that for the future oh because my god when I tell you that I am making magic with it, all, all y'all had to do was tell me that you can buy the cutter on Amazon. <laughs> Change my life. <laughs> the possibilities are endless. So well, that's it. I mean, I'm not, it's not that I'm against air fryers necessarily. It's just a smaller, faster version of the oven I already have. So yeah. for me, I just don't have a problem cutting on the regular oven and just waiting for it to heat up. But I know a lot of parents especially be like, I don't have time for that. Throw that shit in the air fryer. and yeah. let, But also people cook real meals in there. And you seem to just not be, you're just not going to be doing that. You are never going to make salmon in the air fryer. <laughs> Teach their own. You know? <laughs> and that's fine. You're right. You can. You I respect can everyone's 
decisions and, and things. And it's literally like the half air fryer, half crock pot or pressure cooker. Like, oh, whatever. So really? It's one of those things that I could like. You yeah, could be making soup, be making like whole ass meals in there. But and you're not doing I'm none of that. Nutella. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's all right, friend. So, you live your truth, and it's it's fine. I'm glad the thing is working for you because yeah, Shake Shack it. fries are good, and it's a shame they when they go cold. So good, like so good, and it is a shame when they go cold. So to be able to pull it out of that bitch <laughs> and get a solid, respectable crunch, my God, I saw stars. You could so that start was good. a whole air fryer type blog situation if you wanted to i'm sure you. yeah would. i hate clubhouse because i don't get it and i don't want to but i should probably do like live zooms to show y'all how to make oh my <laughs> like, god somebody was being a-, a fucking dick talking about you have a podcast but you don't like clubhouse first of all i talked to one person on my podcast right <laughs> and it's somebody who knows what the fuck he's talking about secondly i don't like being on the telephone any fucking way yeah <laughs> third with one person much less 800 <laughs> right and third y'all keep saying oh it depends on the room you go in it's all about the room and i'm sure that's true but every time i see something about clubhouse it's nigga shit gone wrong and no thank you i do not have the demeanor for sitting through people who are being ignorant as shit i just don't and i can't do it Honestly, most of the stuff that I w- saw on Clubhouse was like black creatives talking about black fashion or whatever industry they're in and like that whole thing. And then sometimes I would see like a book club or motherfuckers talking about what wine they're getting drunk on. On the Zoom <laughs> next day. Like, see, I need to find no. I don't know how to find them yeah. rooms because <laughs> I most of them. That was what I would see. It was just like black folks chatting it up. No, my friend gave me an invite and I signed up under a fake name because I know how niggas switch up mm. <laughs> when you show up as yourself. And yeah, I've just been really not impressed with the clubhouse uh, experience. But if you niggas like it, I love it for you. Have fun. Exactly. If you're having a good time, bitch, that's okay. We don't have to like it for you. <laughs> right. I don't, I don't understand why you need my approval for your hobbies, but okay. Especially because it does seem like it's help. It's being helpful to people because like, I think Ava DuVernay is even on clubhouse, you know, chat. And they have the done fun stuff. stuff on clubhouse. They've done live musicals. Like they did the Lion King and all that. Yeah. It's not that it's not you useful it's just that for me yeah it's a no so i can't the too much anxiety no, just be sitting there mm-mm. online no 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 yeah i hate zoom and i'd be like i don't <laughs> even have to zoom with more than like four or five people at a time for work so they'll be like can i cut my camera off <laughs> right and i'm not cutting my camera on i don't give a fuck what you're saying sue me <laughs> i'm not gonna do it oh okay well that is this week's episode of the read and we will see y'all next time thanks bye spectrum one is a big deal you get spectrum internet with the most reliable internet speeds free advanced wi-fi for enhanced security and privacy and a free spectrum mobile unlimited line with nationwide 5g included all while saving big for the big speed big reliability and big savings you want get spectrum one just $49.99 a month for 12 months visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.